Welcome to the Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya Spiritual Practice, David Strickle, shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called the Stream. The Stream of David show is fun and informative and seeks to not only answer all your spiritual and life questions, but to also provide proven tools to navigate life's obstacles and find a path to joy, clarity, and abundance by hearing the Stream's no-nonsense, direct approach to spirituality. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host... David Strickle. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Stream of David Show. This is our first episode on Ohm Times Radio, so I thought I would take this episode, this opportunity, to kind of introduce you to myself, uh, what I'm all about, what the teachings of the Stream are all about, what the Stream is, and about the Taya spiritual practice. That's uh, something that I teach people all over the world that is uh, profoundly changing lives, and I'm happy to be able to share that with you here also. So I'll kind of get into what I do. First of all, I'm a channel. You're probably aware of what channeling is. There's probably some of you out there that are big fans of Abraham Hicks and and others. And I have been receiving information that I now call the stream my entire life. I recall back at age six, really understanding that I could transform my life to be whatever I wanted it to be even though my parents certainly didn't believe that. And that was a, a, a profound moment for me, really understanding that my parents had very limiting beliefs at age six and that I did not. And I recall at age 14, telling my older brother, Doug, that even though we were poor and we were, my parents ended up divorcing right around the age of six. And I lived in a single parent uh, minimum wage household. And I was surrounded by a lot of upper middle class people. So I was aware that people had a lot more things, material things than I did. And I kind of looked upon them as as being happier people than I was. And of course, at that age, I thought that the the money and the material things was what was making them happy. I'll get into that in a bit, in a moment. But I remember telling my older brother, Doug, at 14, that if we mentally placed ourselves in the position of having something, that whatever that was, whatever condition that was, would, would manifest around us. And I'm sure I didn't use the word manifest at that point. I had no idea what law of attraction was. In fact, at age 14, I thought I invented this. I thought it was my own little creation. Of course, he thought I was crazy. And I went with it. I, I really believed the information, the thoughts that were coming to me. And I just had a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. Well, let's fast forward through my life. I'm age 52 now. In fact, I'll be 52 tomorrow. And up until about age 40, I really focused on manifesting money and material things. That's really what my life was all about for 40 years. I thought, gosh, this is this is happiness. This is it. And throughout that 40 years, I, I uh, certainly was exploring this information that was coming to me. I was really curious about it. For a long time, I really wanted to ignore it. I didn't want to be one of those weird spiritual people. <laughs> And I, I was sort of embarrassed by it, actually. And I kept it hidden for a long time until I got into my probably mid-30s. And I remember going to a psychic when I was about 35 years old and having her read me. She was an excellent psychic. This was in Casadega, Florida. If you haven't heard of Casadega, you should look it up. It's a cool little place. It's a, a village full of, of light workers, if you will. 
that have psychic intuitive abilities. You have to have intuitive abilities to, to actually reside within the village. It's a great little place to visit. Very uh, off the beaten path. It's not like Sedona or someplace like that that everybody knows about. But Casadega, Florida is, is really cool. So I went and met with this woman named Hazel Burley. And she sat me down and she gave me a regular reading. And then we kind of talked a little further. And she really got deep into something called channeling. I'd never heard of this before. Didn't know what it was. And she told me that I really needed to pay attention to Abraham Hicks that I needed to, to study Abraham, that I was a lot like what that was about. And she pulled out this plastic uh, binder and had cassette tapes in it, actually. And this was, you know, around year 2002, so it was a little late for cassette tapes. And I remember seeing that thinking, that sounds like something biblical. And it was a big turnoff to me at the time, and I didn't want any part of it. So I kind of ignored that message. And after that time, the book The Secret came out. A lot of you have probably read The Secret. You're probably well aware of that. One of the best-selling books of all times. And a lot of people started talking about Law of Attraction at that point. And then I realized, of course, along the way that this thing that I thought in, I invented at 14 was something that other people knew about, certainly. And the book The Secret really highlighted it and did a good job introducing it. And... I was starting to utilize this in my business, in my career. I was uh, in, in uh, retail. I was a, a retail executive, and I traveled all over the Western United States and Western Canada teaching commission salespeople at the time. And I wove Law of Attraction teachings into what I was uh, offering. And when I, one time I was in Seattle, Washington, and I was doing one of these classes, and one of these interior designers that I was teaching that day came up to me after the class and said, you sound a lot like Abraham. Do you know who Abraham is? And I said, no, I, I think I know who that is. I think I've heard that name before, but I really don't know anything about it. So at the end of the training session, she came up to me and she handed me this box set of CDs and said, here, you need to go home and listen to this. This sounds a lot like what you're teaching. And I think it's a lot deeper than what you're teaching, but it really sounds like you. And I think you should, you should pay attention to this. Well, I put the stuff in my car thinking I'm not going to pay any attention to this. Again, it's biblical stuff. I really don't want to be in part of in any part of religion. I have this information that I just get that gives me a lot of clarity about life in general. And I've done really well in life. I'm really successful at this point, And I really don't need that stuff. Well, it so happened at the time I had just moved to Seattle, Washington from Florida. And I had this uh, car that was rear wheel drive. And it wouldn't make it up the hill to my house whenever it snowed. And it snowed up there quite a bit. And I wanted a Range Rover at the time. I wanted a black Range Rover was a car that I wanted. So I drove up and I was driving home that day. And the um, car in front of me, there was a car in front of me turning into my neighborhood. And it had a personalized license plate. And it was a black Range Rover, exactly like what I wanted. And the personalized license plate said Abraham. So I took that as a sign that I should go home and pay attention to this Abraham stuff. I need to listen to those CDs. And I did. I actually went home and spent the entire night listening to Abraham. And it really resonated with me. It really sounded a lot like the information that I was receiving my whole life. And I will tell you that I became for a while an Abraham junkie. And I started meditating. And around 2010, I had a Kundalini awakening. 
And that, that's the best way I could describe it. I know that's a widely used term, but I had this crazy awakening that ignited this energy within my body. And after I ignited that energy within my body, I suddenly had a much clearer idea of everything. Certainly not universal knowledge, but I had a clearer idea of everything that was coming to me. And I realized that there was even more available to me than I was getting from Abraham. And I'm not criticizing Abraham here. I think Abraham is perfect and magnificent and does a lot of things for a lot of people. But it was just a different type of message. It was sort of a further evolution of. So I started really experimenting with that. And I sort of weaned myself off of Abraham and really started paying attention to what I now call the stream. So this was around 2010. And by 2014, 15, I was writing a lot of channel information. In fact, I started writing my first book around 2016. And in 2017, I actually had taught myself by then to, to speak this message. And so much so that it was pretty normal. It, it's not as polished as it is today. And I'm not going to channel today because this is sort of a get to know you <laughs> first episode. But you will have live channeling on the show. In fact, you will be able to call in and ask questions of the stream on the show. I generally have another host with me uh, when I do that. And, and you will get to meet him later. And... I decided to to launch this podcast in 2017, and it's called The Stream of David, just like this show. In fact, they're going to merge into one. And I wrote my book. And by the end of 2017, this had taken off so much that I decided to leave my career and do this as, as a full-time gig. Figure out how to make my living, if you will, sharing the stream's message because I realized that I had some really good information. I just knew that this was something that was going to be transformative for a lot of people. It was going to help other people other than me. And the reason that I knew that is because at age 40, I'd mentioned this earlier, at age 40, I reached a turning point in my life. And this was right before I really discovered Abraham. I reached age 40 and realized that I had manifested all of these material things. I had all of this money coming in. I had this really high paying job. I lived in a 4,200 square foot home. I had a Mercedes and a Porsche and I wore custom suits. I flew first class just about everywhere I went. I ate at the best restaurants. My house was filled with beautiful things. And I thought I had all the things that I needed in life to be happy. And the interesting thing is, is I wasn't happy at all. I was miserable. But I knew it wasn't necessarily the material things making me miserable. They just weren't making me happy either. And that was where I really became aware that money is not the answer to everything. Material things are certainly not the answer to everything. Because I didn't love myself. I didn't love my body. I was in a relationship that wasn't serving either one of us. I really didn't love my job. I was in a job that paid really well. I believe I manifested that career, certainly. But I was sticking myself in a job that I didn't like just because of the pay and because of the lifestyle that it afforded. So here I had all of this knowledge, all this time, and I allowed my ego to sort of take over and drive me to hide that part of me. And it really negatively impacted my life. I was a very unhappy person, overweight. I was almost 300 pounds. I was addicted to painkillers. I was addicted to Oxycontin at the time. And I was not a happy person. I really didn't have friends. I really didn't have a life. I worked and came home and watched TV. 
And so that was a big turning point for me to realize that I had sort of misused this information that I had. But I will tell you, I still do not look back on my 20s and 30s as time wasted. I look back at that period of my life as an exploratory period. I believe that the positive and negative that we have in our lives is contrast and that we're here for that. We're here to go through dark periods for growth, for expansion. And I understand all of that now. And you're going to hear a lot more about that as this show uh, continues. But I want you to know that I'm here to offer these teachings, these things that have profoundly changed my life to anyone who is, is vibrationally aligned with this information. And when I get into channeling, I will tell you, if you haven't heard me channel the stream before, if you're new to these teachings, the stream is, gets to the point. And the stream definitely can ruffle some feathers. But the intention behind all of this is to have us think deeper, to have us really appreciate every aspect of our world and our lives. Because when we learn to appreciate the most negative aspects of our lives, we sort of detune that stuff in our vibration. And that's a big part of the work that I do. Teaching people, leading people to a place where you can look upon what are the most difficult times in your life, in your past or present, and find the value in it. Find appreciation for it. Understand why you manifested that negative thing. A lot of people, when they start hearing about the law of attraction or spirituality, and I will tell you that I believe they're the same thing. Law of attraction is a basis of all creation, and spirituality is original thought. And it really is as simple as that, and they're, they're very much one. But when people start hearing about the law of attraction, they inevitably dip into, well, I would have never attracted cancer. No one attracts being tortured. Nobody attracts being murdered. But we do, but it's not because we want it or we deserve it. We attract from a negative vibration, and we all have negative vibration and positive. And you're going to hear me talk a lot about polarity on this show as well. Because I have found from the stream's teachings that polarity exists to cause all of our vibrations to fluctuate so that we all are guaranteed a mix of positive and negative in this lifetime. Because the positives certainly are, are, are why we are here. We're here to find things that we love on planet Earth and align with those things and manifest those things in our lives no matter what it is. When you hear me speak of abundance, it does not necessarily mean money or material things. It can. But abundance of love, abundance of good health, abundance of joy. I will tell you that at 52, I have learned that excellent health is much more important than a pile of money. You can certainly have all the money in the world and not have your health and not have a very joyous existence. And you can even have all the money in the world and not have other people that you love in your life and not have a very joyous existence. It took me a while to learn that. But once I did, man, my life turned around. And that period between age 40 and 50 was such a shift for me. I really began using, of course, the Abraham teachings as a launch pad, but then the stream teachings to really smooth all that out and make it work for me. Because a lot of the Abraham teachings are, are very much based on think happy thoughts, be positive, think about what you want, and they will come. And that's absolutely true. But I will tell you, for me, I need to go a little deeper than that. I had things from my past that I'll share with you when we come back from break in a moment. 
that I had to overcome. I had negative triggers going on in my life. I had a lot of negative things in my past. I know a lot of you do as well. And I believe we've got to work on those things. We've got to forgive those things. I think we have to forgive them all the way to the point of appreciation. And I will tell you that my life's work now, for the last two years, I've been working with people all over the world and leading them to forgiveness, leading leading them to personal empowerment. But when I say forgiveness, I mean forgiveness all the way to the point of appreciation. And that's a lot for someone to swallow when they've had something really negative happen in their lives. But I will tell you, I've worked with enough people now, people with really negative things in their lives, people that have suffered far worse than I have, people whose children were murdered, people who have been abducted and tortured and things like that. Those are extreme versions. But to make my point, I I have worked with people and seen them find appreciation for the very worst of humanity because it frees them from that negative energy that it causes. So we're going to cut away to break. And when we return, I will tell you a couple of those stories and we'll talk a little more about forgiveness. We'll be right back. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Own Times. The Taya Spiritual Practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say about this life-changing experience. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. I've maintained my practice pretty regularly since graduating. I meditate every day. I trust the universe to deliver what I want. I set intentions for my day and I monitor my vibe up and down my virtual spiral. Doing these things consistently and regularly has made me a better father to my kids, a better lover to my partner and a better boss to my team. This work is transformational and it will completely change your life. I can't recommend it enough. I'm happier than I've ever been in months, years. You know, just learning how to live life again. I'm living proof. This course is amazing. It's life-changing. Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today. And we're back. So I want to go a little bit into forgiveness, uh, one of the the key teachings of the stream. And again, as this program progresses, we will have uh, more episodes with a lot of live streaming. You'll be able to call in and ask questions of the stream. I'll have guests on, I'll have hosts. But today is sort of a a get-to-know-you episode because a lot of you are discovering my teachings and the teachings of the stream for the first time. And you get a little little bit of an interesting... um, mix between the stream and myself you get uh when i channel you get the teachings of the stream it, it's 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 very different than just listening to me it's a lot more polished than i am as well but with me you get the human perspective you you get how i've taken these teachings that i've received from them and how i've applied them in my life successfully and not only that how i've applied them in other people's lives teaching them this practice that we've come up with and how it's profoundly changed their lives and and the tools work. And I'm so happy to be able to share them with everyone. So in the practice of TAYA, and TAYA is T-Y-A, it stands for trusting your abundance. 
It's something that I created over a 10-year period for myself, really, in the beginning. And it changed my life so much. I, I was talking in the beginning about how at age 40, I was overweight. I was addicted to painkillers. I was in a job that I didn't like. I was in a marriage that I didn't like. How I was living this life where I had all of these material things that I thought I needed to be happy, and I was miserable. And I really wanted to change. I wanted to really completely reinvent my life. And I did. And I realized, because I'd been overweight for quite some time, I was close to 300 pounds at this point in my life. And I realized vibrationally I needed to change. I looked way back into my teens and realized, okay, I lived in this minimum wage single parent household as a teenager. And yet I placed myself mentally in the position of having money and material things. And sure enough, the material things began populating, even in high school. I was driving a brand new car. I was wearing fancy clothes. I was really running around with the rich kids in town. People thought I was one of them. I wasn't. <laughs> I was living in a two-bedroom roach-infested apartment with my mother and sharing a room with my older brother. But outwardly, I looked like I had money. I had everything that a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid at those ages thinks they need to be happy. And, and I was pretty happy in general. And it took me all the way to age 40 of manifesting more and more things and manifesting more and more income and more and more wealth to really understand that this isn't true happiness. Again, I still like money. I still like, I still like nice things. But I realized that I needed to be happy first. I needed to love myself first. I needed to get off of drugs I needed to get up into a body that felt better, that I was happier in. I, I needed a practice, and I knew about vibration because I looked back and realized, wow, I use these tools that I've known my entire life to manifest money and material things. I mentally placed myself there. I got into that vibrational space, and it happened in my life from poverty with no education. Nothing was handed to me. I fought for all of it. But the fight was easy because I was in the vibration of it. It came easily. Why in the world did it take me that long to realize this vibrational thing works on all topics? I'm really stubborn. <laughs> I had to teach myself a lesson. It took a lot of years to do it. But I mentally placed myself in the body that I wanted, in the, the mindset that I wanted, on every topic. And it took time. It took time to figure out how to do that. And in doing that, I had to build some tools for myself. And I'll get into those tools in, in other episodes of this show. And certainly uh, we teach these tools now in the Taya practice. But those tools helped me profoundly change my life, transform every aspect. I lost the weight. I got off of drugs. I got out of the bad relationship. I got out of the giant house that I didn't really care about anymore. In fact, I downsized from 4,200 square feet to a 650 square feet condo, square foot condo. And in doing so, I, I was really happy. I learned to love myself. I learned to place myself in the vibration of everything that I wanted. And it took some time. But I look back now and realize the time that it took was my own doing. But the time that I, it took was magical. Solving each one of these things sort of one by one was a, an amazing experience for me. And I'm glad that it took the time that it did. Because these things became seated in my life as the new version of me. 
and the transformation between 40 and 50 was dynamic. Yes, it took 10 years for me, but then I got to a point in my life around age 50, a couple of years ago, where I could no longer not share this with the world. I realized that I had created something that really, really worked and that I needed to get it out there and I needed to share it. That's why I started the podcast. That's why I wrote the book. The podcast is The Stream of David. The book is called The Stream, Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. And in, in doing all of that, I decided to leave my employment, to go out on my own and start a boot camp program to teach other people how to do what I do. And so that's what I've done. And one of my boot campers is a good friend of mine, Matt Garten. Matt, are you on? I am, finally. Hi, David. <laughs> How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm well, Good. Thanks. So Matt uh, is, is a graduate of, of boot camp. Uh, he's become a very good friend of mine, and we work together in business some as well. And he will be on frequently. Uh, he will actually come on in the future and actually host the stream, and you'll be able to dial in and speak to the channel entity of the stream and ask any question that you want uh, in future episodes. So he will be hosting those calls. He hosts uh, the stream right now in our Facebook group. Uh, we have uh, two Facebook groups that we operate on. One is called Law of Attraction 2.0. You're welcome to join that group. Let me know where you uh, found out about that uh, if you would. And the other one is uh, another Facebook group called Spirituality Gone Wild. We're in there. Um, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific on Spirituality Gone Wild with live channeling with the stream. Matt hosts very often. And we're in Law of Attraction 2.0, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And Matt's the host. So, Matt, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you for just a moment. I've introduced myself. I've talked a little bit about Taya, a little bit about my journey to, to channeling the stream and, and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So why don't you share a little bit of your spiritual journey uh, with the audience now? Yeah, absolutely, David. Thank you. First of all, I just want to say it's great fun hosting the shows when you're channeling from the stream and they just adore answering our questions and no questions are off limits. So we can really push them uh, far and uh, and deep to understand, uh, you know, the, the nature of our purpose here and also to understand questions, any questions we might have, uh, we might be curious about. So um, in the next couple of radio shows, please do dial in because it's great fun and, and we love uh, getting your questions. Um, David, I've been, we've been, I did the boot camp, I was just thinking about this, uh, about 18 months ago, I think now. Um, was it that long or about a year, more than a year ago? A little um, more than a year ago, definitely. The boot camp will be two, uh, two years old next month. So we're coming up on the two-year anniversary and you came in right at the beginning. Okay, yeah, I did too. Um, and it's a fantastic program. Uh, it, it's, it's completely transformed my life. I had done some uh, work on, on uh, my spirituality be beforehand and, uh, you know, I grew up uh, a, a very devout uh, Catholic, Roman Catholic, and uh, it was really steeped. It got a really steep sense of uh, of spirituality from that from that time in in, in the religion. Uh, but always struggled with the rules and regulations and the guilt, the, the endless guilt. Um, and one of the things I really love about the streams teachings is that they don't care. You know, they really don't care what we do. We're here to live a full, rich human experience, and all they have for us is love. There are no rules. There are no judgments. Uh, and that message really, really attracted me and really appealed to me. I'd, uh, I'd learned a little bit about LOA um, and kind of had been a bit confused about how to apply it in my life. Um, and I think stumbling up upon 
your book. I found your book totally by accident as I was uh, as I was about to head on a, a plane to Hong Kong, and I read it the whole plane trip. It, it's a it's a great read and very easy to read, and um, I just found it really impactful. And from there, I kind of looked you up and uh, and thought about the boot camp, and finally did the boot camp. And uh, my life has just been completely transformed. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing and shocking how how powerful these simple techniques are. Um, uh, but but like anything, you need to do the work, and uh, it's easy work, but you need to be dedicated. Uh, I really liked what you were saying before, David, about um, you know needing to take the time, and 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 you know what the streams say often is the challenge is the magic. We're here for the challenges in life. We're here to overcome the obstacles. They're the exciting things. We shouldn't hide from our obstacles. We should we should look forward to finding out how we can solve them. You know, kids love playing with puzzles. They're always trying to fix things, and they never get they never get disheartened if if something's hard. They kind of want to keep working out if they can do it. And uh, we should we should keep that kind of childlike curiosity and amazement about the problems we have in in our lives. Um, yeah, so that, that's a little bit about about me, uh, about where where I came from. I'm I'm in Australia at the moment, um, and so as David said, uh, we we have some business together, and, and we're good friends as well. I was over in Palm Springs last week. It was fantastic to see you and, and hang out with you and do some channeling face-to-face. That was amazing too. So hopefully this year we'll be able to set up some live um, some live events where people can come and see you channel because uh, that's that's kind of the next level experience. Yeah, the channeling in person is definitely something that uh, the, the energy is just amazing. You know, I do a lot of business and a lot of channeling and a lot of uh, things you know, Facebook and Zoom and stuff like that. I love the technology that we can do that. And I can talk to, you know, anyone anywhere in the world, which is fantastic. Uh, but the, the in-person experience uh, is, is a very powerful experience for sure. And that, that energy flowing and the synergy in the space is, uh, is, is always just, you know, that's next level for sure. And, you know, you touched on something that, yeah, that the, the stream is, is, is really not judgmental. It's not a religion. There's no rules. You know, there's nothing like that at all. You know, this is mindset. This is spirituality. This is really learning from source, what I call original thought that, of course, I believe flows through into all of us, all creation. I don't I don't feel special in that way at all. In fact, I don't think there's I personally I don't think there's anything special about me at all. But, you know, I I have I've had this, this thing coming to me. What's that? There are some things that are special about you, David. Well, I appreciate that. But I, I do believe that the, the thing I like about the stream, too, is that people come on and they ask for readings and stuff like that. And they're very much about using your own tools, developing your own tools and your own inner guidance and, and really sort of channeling for yourself, ultimately, because your inner guidance is, is the most important thing that you have. And we all have what we call intuition. And I'm sure most people listening to this show probably understand that intuition is from source. That is your, your higher self speaking to you, communicating with you, and we all have it. And it's so valuable, and yet we're taught to ignore that. You know, we're, we're taught so much in our society tools of fear. And obviously there are, there are certainly institutions out there that seek to control us by fear. And I will tell you that the practice of Taya and, and the streams teachings in general are all very much rooted in releasing fear from your life, getting out of that fear space, getting out of that victim space, getting into accepting responsibility for everything, but understanding at the same time that obstacles in our lives, as Matt was touching on, you know, the, the things that we view as negative actually serve a purpose. 
and that we're not here to live some life of perfection. And so you're not going to hear me talking about using the law of attraction to have the perfect life because I don't believe that exists, nor do I believe that would even serve us. No, and, and I, I, I think – go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, if I could just jump in there. The perfect life is one of challenges, is one of ups and downs. That contrast and that you know, joy that you get from solving a problem is, is what our souls live for. Absolutely. And I, I, I get that now in my own life. I've developed the practice. And even when I'm in the darkness of, of being down my spiral, uh, down a negative emotion, or you know, there's some sort of a new obstacle that's come along, I've gotten really good at, at, at responding positively to my obstacles now. I really do understand that, hey, you know, here's this negative thing that's come along in my life. I manifested it. I attracted it. How, how is this going to serve me? And I know as soon as I raise my vibration, as soon as I go up my spiral, as we like to say, and you'll hear a lot about the spiral in the show, as soon as I go up my spiral, I'm going to be able to solve this thing every single time. And I look back throughout my life and realize I have always solved everything ultimately. Even if I didn't solve it, something transitioned to a different state that really was an improvement for me ultimately. And I hear stories from other people all the time, and we trace back and realize how that negative thing in your life served you. And if you don't get that right now, if you're thinking about negative aspects in your life and hearing me say this and think I'm nuts, <laughs> I understand. I totally understand. But what we do is we find the light in all things. And if it hasn't served you yet, then we have a lot of fun working on how it will serve you how it can serve you, how that transformation is actually a glorious thing for you. So that's the work that I do. And there's nothing that we can manifest in our lives that we cannot transition to something that's positive for us. And I have yet to be stumped on that. So you'll have an opportunity to call in. You'll have an opportunity to question anything that I teach here. I love getting different opinions. You don't have to agree with everything that I say, certainly. The this, this stream will say, that if their words resonate, then you're in the right place. If their words don't, then it's okay. And I like that. I don't like anything that's dogmatic. I don't like anything, whether it's a religion or a spiritual teacher or you know, saying this is it. This is the only teaching that works for all of humanity because I just don't see humanity that way. We're not a one-size-fits-all humanity, obviously. And we don't have to agree on everything. You know, I'm not at all bothered by people with whom I disagree. I'm just not. There's certainly things that I don't want to see in the world. I'd rather not hear about ever happening again. But the stream's teachings give us a higher perspective on everything in our lives, everything in humanity, everything on planet Earth. And it really has changed the way I receive news. It really has changed the way I just look at everything. So, so these things just aren't taking me down in vibration anymore. I, I see them very differently, and it certainly serves me on a higher level. Yeah. So let's talk true. a little bit. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, that's true. This, uh, uh, you know, the, the stream often say you need to take responsibility of your life to to start to to shape it and design it. You know, how how do you want your life to be? How are you going to overcome these challenges? And once we realize how much power we have and how often we give our power away, especially subconsciously, um, 
we, we, we can start to, to shift the dial on that and start to turn things around and start to design the life of our dreams, really. Yeah, definitely. We're going to take another quick break. And now that Matt's here with us, we're going to uh, dive in as we wrap up into the tools that we use to release fear from our lives and, and begin to take greater control. We'll be right back. soul with waves of consciousness on ohm times radio ohm times magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity wellness and personal empowerment a philanthropic organization their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via humanity healing international through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale ohm times co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. The Taya Spiritual Practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say about this life-changing experience. I see Taya overflowing in every aspect of my life. It's just truly magnificent. There were times that I was not self-assured and didn't have the self-confidence, but now I'm fearless. I really love myself and I know how to live in joy and let go of all these things that held me back from living this beautiful life I've always dreamed of. And it's amazing how rapidly those things start showing up once you practice Taya. It changes everything about you and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today. So we're talking about tools to forgive, tools to release fear. And I'm on with my good friend and Taya Bootcamp graduate, Matt Garden. So Matt. Hi, guys. Share with us a little bit about how you have have sort of gone to that next level of releasing fear in your life since Taya Bootcamp. I think there's uh, two things. The first is I'm much quicker at nipping fear in the bud. When I'm scared of something, um, I can turn it around much more quickly. You know, the, the tools that we learn in the Taya Bootcamp and the uh, training that we get from you sets us up to realize that we are capable of, of anything and that everything is always going to be okay. And I think that's the that's the key message from Tyre is once you release fear about something, then you can start to make the decisions you want. So um, we have uh, obviously meditating is very important and I find now that I meditate throughout the day uh, and there are some lovely guided meditations that uh, you and the stream co-created. And so I listen to those regularly. Um, I find it much easier to quieten myself and get to a space where I'm grounded and centered whenever I start to, to feel fearful. Um, and also I've got evidence now of how we've overcome certain, um, certain you know, f fears and, and, and concerns in my life. And so I look back on those whenever I start to worry about things. Um, but the, 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 the biggest thing I think for me is, is um, just that ability of I, I want to set an intention for my day 
and then I expect that to unfold and I, and I look for it to, to unfold and that just makes things a lot more magical instead of instead of fearful. Yeah, I found I, I love the how magical the setting of intentions can be if you're setting those intentions with belief and if you're sitting setting those intentions from a high vibration. And you, you will hear us talk a lot on the show about the vibrational spiral. There's you know up the spiral is positive emotion and down the spiral is negative emotion. And that that spiral work is very, very important and understanding that your vibration is going to be fluctuating up and down a spiral all the time. And when we're down in negative emotion, down the spiral, we call it DTS, that you're down there actually creating unwanted things in your life. You're down there creating from a negative perspective. Your fears are, are coming to be reality from down there. And when you go up your spiral, then you're creating your dreams. You're creating the things that you do want. And we are fluctuating no matter what polarity is, is driving us up and down the spiral, but more than polarity, our projected thoughts are driving us up and down the spiral all the time. But what the stream really delivered to me that I'd never heard before was that that's natural. We're supposed to go up and down in emotion. We're supposed to go up and down our spiral. That's why none of us are just up all the time, but that downtime actually exists for us to go down in negative emotion and create these obstacles and then overcome them. And it really dawned on me that, wow, everything that we've created in our physical world as human beings is actually a solution to a former perceived problem. And that's how negativity serves us. And of course, we have to go a lot deeper to understand how some negative things serve us. I understand that. And the stream will go into that. But Understanding how the, the, the storms that come through your life are actually clearing the way for new creation, no matter what that looks like, and seeing all of that from your higher self perspective and being able to reach that space. That's something that I want everybody that, that's interested in learning this stuff. I want everybody to learn that. You know, seeing your life and viewing yourself from the higher perspective just makes such a difference and it allows you to release fear and allows you to release judgment. And allows you to sort of balance your ego and tone all that down because you don't need it at that level anymore. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think one of the things you learn on, on the boot camp and from doing this practice, and it's important to understand that this is a daily practice. You know, you need, you need to do this every day to get um, the best results from it. Um, and uh, it's easy to do every day, but you need to be dedicated to it. And I think once you start to get into that habit, you become a lot more aware about your vibration and about your emotions and about your thoughts. You, you don't let things slip by your unconscious anymore. Uh, and once you start to be con conscious uh, of your thoughts, then you start to be aware of them. And once you start to be aware of them, then you can decide which ones you want to have. Um, and, and that's kind of the easiest way to get around fearful thoughts that can be so ingrained. Um, you know, you, you talk a lot about Claude, David, your your negative little voice, and, and I used to have a, a, a negative little voice. I mean, I still do, but it's very rare that I hear it these days. Um, and it, it took me so long to realize just how unconscious it was. It was always sitting there griping at me um, because you, you kind of just get used to it. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think that one of the things that's that's most powerful about Tyre is just being aware of the thoughts that we have and starting to understand how powerful those thoughts can be and starting to learn to relax when you're down your spiral or not feeling very well and just kind of accept it, and not, not 
get on you know the thought train of oh, everything's going to end oh it's awful oh. Um, and just allow yourself to naturally kind of come back up to a neutral a neutral sense of feeling a sense of feeling of peace and calm and then you can start to connect with um, with higher more positive uh, intentions yeah, it's funny that you mentioned Claude. That's one of the things. That's one of the first things I like to uh, when people get into these teachings uh, that I like for them to to learn is that that little negative voice that that most of us have. You know, I had a very well developed negative voice throughout a, a large portion of my life. I'll give you a little backstory. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was six. My father left. Uh, he didn't sit us down and talk to us. He just sort of left. And he left it to our mother to tell us that she didn't exactly handle it in the best way. And my mother really shut down. You know, I don't have a lot of memory prior to age six, but uh, my mother really shut her life down at that point and uh, never really recovered from that. And that was in 1975, a long, long time ago. And she let me know uh, pretty quickly that she had never wanted to have children. She didn't want to be in that marriage. And then she was stuck with these two kids after my father left. She wasn't very happy about it. I was the younger of two, two sons that she had. My older brother sort of kept it together and he sort of got out on his own really early and got a job, you know, really young and and stayed in school and was a good student and, and sort of managed his life uh, more mainstream. I did not. Uh, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother. You know, she told me that she never wanted me. She told me she hated me at one point. She even told me to kill myself when I was a teenager, which was not fun to hear. So I was taught a lot of negative things from my mother, a lot of uh, things that made me sort of not necessarily love myself. But I will tell you, this this stream voice is what kept me going. This stream voice, and I remember that that age 14 turning point that I was talking about earlier in the show, you know, when I told my brother, you know, that I invented this thing that I now know is law of attraction that I didn't invent at all that I thought I did at that age. But I remember around that age, and she was in one of her tirades with me and she was telling me that I was never going to amount to anything because I wasn't like my brother, that I was dumb like she was. And I really remember how profound that moment was when I stood up and said, well, you may be dumb, but I'm not. And my life is not going to be what yours is. This is your choice. I'm not going to do this. That really changed things for me. And I was not a good student. I'm dyslexic. Uh, I didn't enjoy school. You know, I always, you know, tested to be in the advanced classes and stuff. They always told me that I was really smart and really lazy, typical uh, dyslexic stuff. Uh, and I really didn't get past the 10th grade. I went and got the GED. Uh, you know, I got into uh, high school. I really never progressed past the 10th grade level. When all my friends graduated, I went and got a GED and started my own business. I started a real estate development business, and I'll tell more about that later. If you read my book, it's, it's in the book. But just really learning that from a, a, that I had this ability to manifest, you know, careers, businesses, money, and things. I, you know, I, I, for 20 years as an adult, from my you know 20s until age 40, I really focused on that, and, and it took 20 years for me to learn that I loved that part of myself. I loved the the fact that I could make money and earn a living and, and, and have all these material things that I never got to have as a kid because I thought that's what happiness was. But I never really learned to fully love myself. And I never learned my true value on planet Earth and my worthiness. And I had to teach myself that and really set the ego aside. Of course, I have an ego. Everybody has an ego. But set that aside, that, that, that ego-driven, I need to be this successful person, I need to have this title, I need to be revered by other people, really just forget about all that crap and really focus on loving myself at my core, really connecting to that, that soul consciousness, eternal version of me 
and really allowing that to thrive. And as I allowed that to thrive, I really learned how to release fear. And releasing all of that fear, you know, led me on a 10-year journey of ultimately being able to walk away from a high-paying job. I was in a corporate job earning mid-six figures when I left to have a podcast and a book that <laughs> did not pay mid-six figures. So, you know, have, having the courage to do that, it took me a long time to get to that place. But what I see now, the thing that I really stand in awe of with this practice that the, that the stream has delivered to us is that I see people transform in a much quicker time frame. I see people transform now in weeks and months and then take this practice and continue it because it is a spiritual practice. It's, you know, my boot camp is not some class that you take and you're all done and that's it. You're learning a spiritual practice. And whether you take boot camp or whether you just learn it here and there, you know, I'm here to teach it. I'm here to share the stream's teachings far and wide to, to everyone, regardless of what your level of um, readiness is for it. As long as it resonates with you, it's, it's for you. So we're coming up on the end of the hour, and I really wanted you to just kind of get a sampling of what I'm all about. The next episode, you'll get a sampling of what the stream is all about, because you'll be able to actually hear directly from them. And a little bit from Matt. Matt's going to do a lot of hosting on here with us. Uh, he likes to host the stream. He's really good at it. He's good at uh, kind of paraphrasing questions and getting a lot of information out of them. He talks to the stream often. Yeah. <laughs> it, I do. I do. It's great fun. It's great fun. And it's fantastic. I, I, you know, one of the things I'm most grateful about our friendship, David, is that uh, we do have such access to to eternal consciousness. You know, it's 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 incredible. Um, and I think it's a it's it's a real gift that 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 you have crafted and honed. Um, and I'm really grateful that you that you decided to leave that job and and go ahead all of, and go against all of society's you know conventions and norms. And, and follow your true desire, which is to to help spread this 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 wisdom. I truly love what I do every single day of my life. I mean, I, I, I my life has transformed so much now that you know I, I I my health problems are solved. I'm not on painkillers anymore. I love my body. I love where I live. Uh, I'm in the best relationship of my life, romantic relationship. My my relationships and friendships, all of that has really transitioned, and my life is not perfect. It's not perfect at all. In fact, I, I share my uh, my obstacles very freely <laughs> on, on my show, my podcast, uh, on Facebook, and talk about how I'm solving them because I have problems just like everybody else. This is not perfection, but, man, it's happiness. I love what I do. I'm living where I want to live. I'm doing what I want to do. And the good news is, is that everybody has the ability to get there to do that, to, to find happiness, to transition from wherever you are, whatever uh, you know, place that you're stuck in, if you feel stuck. Because I know a lot of people start, you know, they discover spirituality, they discover the law of attraction, and they find that it works in certain areas of their lives, but other areas they feel blocked or broken or just stuck. And I felt like that at one point. And, you know, I, I reference Abraham every once in a while. And I want to tell you that I'm very, very grateful for Esther Hicks and the work she does channeling Abraham because she made it less weird for me. She made it comfortable for me. And I'm eternally grateful to her for that. But I, my intention with sharing this was to 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 not regurgitate the Abraham teachings. That that that's a beautiful message in and of itself, and I love it. But I wanted to do something different. I wanted to get down to the core of Source Energy and share eternal law 
and share them unfiltered, as unfiltered as possible. Of course, it's filtered you know, via my intellect and my vocabulary, but be as unfiltered with it as I possibly could be. And that's what the stream has morphed into. And if you go back and if you find the Stream of David podcast, uh, it started at the end of 2017, and it's it was really rocky in the beginning. And my channeling has gotten so much better, so much clearer, uh, that so much more information has come out. Uh, the first year of podcasts is our teachings on just about every topic. And then I morphed into having guests and things like that. And uh, now it's just, it's turned into this, it's just evolved to this full blown spiritual practice that is helping people change their lives really all over the world. And I, I'm just so grateful to be able to do this. Uh, and Matt, I'm so grateful to you to for being on my first show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I do appreciate you uh, hopping on and talking to us a little bit. I know you're really busy over in Sydney and it's, uh, it's you're starting your morning over there, right? I am. Yeah, it's 10 a.m. here. It's 10 a.m. Okay, so you're, you're so, a little bit into your morning at this point. So, uh, you know, again, Matt will be on uh, regularly. I will have other guests. Uh, yeah. Every week I will try to have somebody new on uh, to uh, come and share their perspective of things, not all Taya people, not all stream people. I'm going to have a variety of guests on the show with lots of different ideas and lots of different things to sort of feed our souls, feed our spiritual practice. And I, I just can't wait to really get going with this and I get to know all of you better. If you would like to visit my website, it's thestreamofdavid.com. And to learn more about Taya, it's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash T-Y-A. Thanks again, everybody. Namaste. Thank you, guys. Namaste.